Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right. Well, before we get into this episode, first, I want to thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Second of all, I am back. I'm back in the U.S. of A. after almost three weeks in Indonesia. And this episode, while I get my bearings and reclaim my legs, meaning I won't have sea legs, uh, this episode is much like the last one, or I should say maybe the one before, where it's Jen and I, and we are talking, in this case, about scheduling and the impact that scheduling can have on habit building. Now, if you're following PAR, and I know you are, plan, act, record, reassess, part of the plan it is that it is up to you to identify the optimal or best time to perform the behavior that you're trying to cultivate into a habit. So this is our discussion. Jen and I get into it. This is taken from, I think, our automatic goals, or actually it may have been goals, Jim. The other thing worth mentioning is we are now putting some of these up into the YouTube channel. And incredibly, there have been, I don't know, 10 or 12 or 20 new subscribers since we started doing this. There's there's still only <laughs> only about 100 or so, um, but we're going to do this more and more frequently. So we're going to build out the YouTube channel, which is going to be fun for us. And you can see how it gives us the ability to share the content on both platforms. Keep in mind that this is just one of the multiple questions within Goals Gym, and so there is a bit of a an abrupt ending. I apologize for that. So without further ado, here's Jen and MG talking about scheduling and habit building. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. A couple that uh, have come up. Okay, great. So let's start with this first one here. Um, there's a lot of background stories, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna make it short and sweet, and we can dialogue from there. So this question is specifically around scheduling. So if I'm working on something or I have a goal that I've that I've determined and I have a certain number of habits that I am creating around that. So just for those, like whether you're joining us and this is the fifth time you've joined us or the first time, um, Martin has talked a lot about like having that kind of an overarching goal and then the habits are underneath that. So that's where I'm going with that. It's like, so let's say I have a goal and let's say I have three habits underneath it that I'm working toward. Um, is there any rhyme or reason around scheduling and when to do the habits or how does someone figure that out? An incredible question, and I think at some point we got to put together uh, a par plan, act, record, reassess best practices. Um, mm-hmm. Because somebody, I like that. I'm going to write that down. Some of these questions come up over and over and over, and and uh, 
There's no, <laughs> there's no bad question. So let's kind of take it from the beginning. Yes, scheduling is super important. The reason it's up, the reason we don't talk about it a lot, although it's mentioned in the book, is because it's up to the user. In other words, to give you an example, when I, when I was like, holy crap, I got to write a book about this. And then <laughs> I've never written a book. And then I was like, well, how are you going to write a book? Well, you're going to follow a par. Okay, so my goal was to write a book. Then my question was, I'm not a writer. I've never written before. How am I going to do this? So I set about following par. And all I did was say 20 minutes, three times a week. And then the question can't came up exactly where you're going. Well, what time? So, so if you're going to write, because I knew Mondays were out because of meetings. And so, I, and I can't remember the exact days, but let's say it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 20 minutes. Then the question is when? And I was like, well, writing, creativity, I got to do that very first thing before the rest of the day becomes mm. a so, so at first, I started getting up, uh, it was at 5.30, uh, 6. Anyways, I was, I was purposefully getting up very early just to write. And then I got into that groove and habit. And that's ultimately how I finished the book. I elevated the minimum success criteria. Obviously, I was no longer 20 minutes, three times a week. It, it ended up going up 45 and then even an hour and a half um, over many months. But the key was getting in early for me for creative work. Now, if it's eating a salad and you want to do that at night, there's there's a relative time. Um, so part of Q, routine reward, applies here because there's no better Q than a plan. But in the plan, one should envision and understand, I love this question so much, envision and understand when you are going to do these things on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, just as a ballpark. You may not always, right. um, so it could be whether it's you know working out, whether it's eating. I hope that hit me with any follow-up questions, but that's the gist of it. Yes, you should well, coordinate the timing. I mean, right off the bat, I feel like obviously it's going to be somewhat I mean, quite a bit, I would think, personal to the person, their style, what works for them, what their calendar, like logistically what's going to work for them. And at the same time, I feel like not having an idea or some premeditation around it, it allowing for it to just be willy, willy nilly, as you would say, is not a recipe for success. It is not. And I love what you're saying. And it, because it's personal, I typically don't get into it, but it's still a conversation now. Right. Know, some people are creative. They, they want to write they'd be the exact opposite of me. They want to write at 10 PM at night with their coffee. And, and so mm -hmm. the timing is important to the individual. Right. Right. How yeah. I was just thinking about when I wrote my book for me, I tend to like a little bit of a slower morning. So me getting up and going to write immediately wasn't what worked for me, but I knew what did was having a little bit of a slower morning, a little time to meditate, a little time to do a little yoga you know, enjoy a cacao or some lemon water or whatever, and then kind of ease into it. But I always knew that it was going to be in the morning. It was going to be part of my slow morning. And then that was going to be my writing. My writing happened in the morning, but I eased into it. So it's interesting how, like, I guess what I hear you saying is like, let's, you know, have the person play around with, well, what is, you know, let's go with what, what feels best, what fits and also not letting it just be out there hanging on the hope that it's going to get done because you've written it down. So, so good. Yeah. We, we don't want to playing around is good because that's experimenting. We like that. You may, you may think the mornings are going to work and then find that the afternoon works or the night. Sure. Works. 
point is you won't know till you begin the process and you have to begin somewhere with a plan. You're invited to use, I mean, most of the people that are jumping in automatic goals, goals gym are, are 45 at least. My point is they know themselves. They know their creating rhythms. They understand their energy patterns and, and that's critically important. So um, we factored into four, go ahead. You look like you got some. I was just going to say, so Dr. Frederick is chiming in and he said, being integral with the time scheduled builds up personal belief and trust in self. And I totally agree with that right. because before, and maybe you can speak to this too, Martin, before I started writing like you, I was like, I'm not a writer. I don't know how to do this. But then once it is built in and it's part of what you're doing and showing up, like having that space for me showing up, it was like, no, this is what I do now. And now I am a writer. Isn't that interesting? You remember the three circles, those things? Yes. The yeah. The story. Yep. Or he's influenced by the behavior. For sure. And the environment. And yeah, it works both ways. And that will do it. Thank you very much once again for joining me on this ride. Don't forget, if you are not subscribed, Subscribeify. Go ahead and subscribe right now. Be sure to share the show. We greatly appreciate if you're wondering how to support the show, ratings and reviews. Further on that note, our proud sponsor, audible.com. If you check out and go to audibletrial.com, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two, just like the show, you can get a free 30-day trial. And with that, I want you to keep this in mind. Jim Rohn used to say, in five years, the difference in your life will be due to, and I'm chuckling because I, I amend this, it will be due to two things, the relationships you have fostered and the books you have read. Well, Audible Trial gives you, it makes it so easy to, I mean, one idea is all it takes to change your life. And so that's what Jim Rohn's getting at. Audible Trial makes it very easy. Speaking of just one idea, the habit factor is free when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals with the number two. So he said, the books you read and the relationships you foster over the next five years will have a remarkable difference on your life. I would, of course, add the habits and skills. And now you know the very best way to develop those habits and skills is to follow par, plan, act, record, and reassess. You can always get that free template at the Habit Factor dot com forward slash templates all right my friends that's it we'll see you on the next episode peace